Greetings, Barbell Buddies. Welcome to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, where we dish out everything the fitness world doesn't want to hear, but probably should. I'm your host, Tracy, together with your permanent guest, David. We are a couple lifting out of Washington, D.C. In this episode, we are serving up on two big keeping plates our experiences with the middle exercises of our programs. The presses. Uh, I guess we're talking about the press now. There we go. Okay, cool. <laughs> Second try. So we're going to get right into it. Here's the reason why this episode is interesting to you. It's probably the most common technique that you associate with weightlifting, but it's also the one with the most variations. Um, we've done everything from the strict overhead press to the push, and I've done the push press. And then I guess for bench press, there's the close in regular grip, the ego lifting variation, I guess. <laughs> there's various uh, degrees of incline on the bench I've seen too with various presses oh yeah and then you I'm can do sure the dumbbells at what point incline on the bench here and i'm just doing it over <laughs> but uh, yeah that's besides yes uh and um if you haven't heard our last episode about the low bar spot you should definitely check it out i think it's pretty informative and um it'll definitely make you feel better about doing that exercise in the gym so can you please elucidate as a guru what the overhead press is so the overhead press, it, the way we do it, is uh, you're going to set the bar about shoulder shoulders high. Will yeah. you smile? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. I'm not smiling. I'm laughing, though. Uh, we had a little bit of hiccup the last episode, <laughs> from the last recording. Okay. Yeah. Um, shoulders high, and you're gonna, when you grip it, about shoulders wide, on rack, elbows in, bar at the chin height, and slight hip movement to get uh, a little bit of the lower body involved and pushing the bar straight up shoulder shrug arm straight and bring it back to your chin and that technique wise that's that's about it for the overhead cool um oh one note is to keep your knees straight like you don't want to be all bending on the bottom because it's going to make it hard to actually eat the bar up straight yeah so, yeah that's and, like a big thing and the hip mo motion is is slight enough that you don't shouldn't have to bend your your knees mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. makes sense okay so the bench press so first of all you need a bench don't don't do it on like a box designed for box squats or something like actually use a legitimate bench um it's going to be set at a specific height generally your feet should be able to touch the ground but if your feet can't touch the ground then you can put plates underneath so you actually have like a bit of stability that you can use um for actually like benching um the, doing, doing your sets and um, for the regular grip you just want to make sure where the rough part and the smooth part of the bar meet um, the rough part is called a knurling you want to put your thumb at that area and then grip over it but like your thumb is going to be under but then you're going to be gripping like your four fingers will be coming over the bar um, and then what you want to do is you want to make sure that your feet are parallel, not like splayed out far from the bench, because um, you want everything to be like close in and, and tight in that sense. Um, when you rack the bar off, you want to make sure that you like set your shoulders back a little bit and your arms are straight. And then you want to like doing the actual motion, it has to be with control. So if the bar like drops really fast, that's a good way to really like mess up your set or get hurt because you're not like ready for the weight to come down that quickly so that's why I like setting your shoulders back and like taking some time to make sure that your arms are in the right position before you start moving the weight is really important and then coming out from the bottom 
what you want to do is you want to not only push up with your arms like the press motion, but you also want to drive with your feet. And it's going to feel or you think that you're going to slide right off the bench, but that's not going to happen because the weight is like the way the weight is going up and the way you're pushing, it's the net force is going to be like still moving the bar up. So make sure you drive with your feet, like almost like you're trying to push yourself off the bench, um, like towards your head. Um, but that's actually going to help like keep everything tense so you can push the bar up. Did I miss anything? I mean, it'll, it would happen anyways if you're using your legs by keeping your core tight as well. That's how the energy transfer was going to work. Mm-hmm. So what is the close-in bench like? Um, so similar, just your grip is going to be uh, right at the edge of the knurling, which um, for most people, I mean, obviously their shoulder width wide varies quite a bit when you get into people who are not us. But um, but the knurling is generally what's considered shoulder, shoulder width wide. Um, so it's going to be a grip similar to the overhead press. And except when you're laying on your back, you're going to keep your elbows in when you bring the bar down to your chest. So this is going to work a little bit more of your triceps. Mm-hmm. And it's, you should keep your arms in closer than you think. Like it's, you might think that you're keeping your arms in, but you might actually not be. So that's why like either filming yourself or just having somebody there um, to help look at your form is helpful. I mean, it's a good idea for either of the bench presses to have somebody there spotting you uh, in case you overloaded too much or, you know, it's just not feeling it that day. Somebody to grab the bar off your chest is a good thing. Yeah, exactly. I've had to do that before, and it's really scary for the other person. I've never seen a person who's ever been rescued from underneath a bench that looks like really, like, they don't, it's not a good experience. No. Okay, so, um... Before we get like into why we would do the overhead press, like the benefits of it, and also for the bench press, um, I guess at some point we decided we're going to rank the presses. And I just, what happened was when I was planning this episode, I was like, I wrote down, I don't like any of the presses. Um, And then I had like several bullet points and I deleted them all because I don't think I need to say anything further. I just want to say that it's really hard to be able to breathe and maintain good form and like use your only mostly your upper body which i think for me like as a typically built female body with like female hormones it's definitely a lot harder to move up and wait for so it can be really discouraging sometimes and basically like there's other exercises that i can like more that i'm better at so i don't like any of the presses um, I'd say close in bench uh, than the overhead press, the classic bench. Uh, mainly because close in I've had the least experience with, so it's still new and the weights are moving up and, you know, it's not too cumbersome yet. Um, I mean, I guess back in the days when I did more push ups, I always preferred a narrow push up, anyways. I think it's the same. Yeah, but like you would, you're, you're doing more weight on the barbell than you would ever do on a 
close and push up, right? Yeah, probably. And it's slightly different uh, muscle engagement, I Mm -hmm. I believe. Um, Yeah, and I guess the overhead press over the regular bench, I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why either. (laughs) That's really interesting. It's probably, I've had more uh, stuck on a weight on the overhead press than with the regular bench, so I don't know. So the adversity and overcoming that adversity has made you like the overhead press more. I guess I probably learned more. Oh yeah. From doing the overhead press, like technique-wise or just common sense-wise or whatever, um, than than the regular bench. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, now now that we're on it, like for the overhead press, um, it has a lot of benefits. It it works like obviously the upper body, but also like overlooked muscles that you might not think about. So your delts, which is in your shoulder area, your pectorals, which is in your chest area, the triceps and, and the traps. I actually don't know where the traps are. They're, oh, oh, that part that yeah. always is sore. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Here, okay, if you do jujitsu, this is of great interest. The traps are like, when you try to invert, when your partner just smashes your side of your face into the ground and your neck is tight the the next day that's your traps okay so i might change my assessment because if this actually helps me have stronger traps like i might actually like the overhead press for that reason plus you can shout it's a trap it's a trap (laughs) very good um yeah and also like since we do it um standing it engages the core the abs and the lower back And, and and so the idea being like you obviously can't overhead press if you're also leaning backwards, like the bar is going to fall. You're going to fall right on your back. So you got to like make sure that like as you're pushing up, you're firmly rooted into the ground, which is like always a good thing to have. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's, it's good for stability just in general. Like the bench, you don't have to worry about. Uh, your body's not going to go anywhere. It may get squished, but it's not going to go anywhere. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you you need to have your your weight centered underneath the weight you're lifting as you're doing the overhead press. Yeah, and some mistakes and common issues that we notice with the overhead press, um, just like as a refresher, like overhead press, the bar is starting from your chin and it's going all the way up um, at the so that your arms are straight. Like you kind of want to do a little shrug at the top, which uh, guarantees that you have full extension. Um, so it's like quite a big movement, like from your from below like around your chin level to over your head is like quite a long time to have something heavy over you so one of the things that we find often happening with us is that we either lose focus on getting a correct cadence down and a correct head position so what we mean by that is just like going in reverse like for the head position you really want to be looking for like you don't want to be trying to like crane your neck like too far forward you want to have your head like neutral like set over your shoulders and you also definitely don't want to look at the side which is like tempting to do if you're by yourself or if you're like inexperienced and you don't actually know if you have like the full extension like you might be tempted to look to the left or the right to see if it's correct like i suggest you not do that and film yourself or like get somebody to help you Um, actually injured myself that way yeah like checking to make sure the bar is still there or something yeah looking up and moving the neck during this motion is like gonna usually gives you a stinger um in the neck and or in between the shoulder blades i think is where i pinched 
Yeah, because you're losing alignment. That's yeah. what I think about all the time when I do jujitsu. Yeah. And um, along with cadence is, is making sure you're breathing. It, it's similar to the bench. It's tempting to just try to like bang out all five yeah. reps before, you know, in one breath. But um, if you're going to do it properly, you, you got to um, make sure you're breathing in before your, your next rep. Ideally, you're not exhaling at the top of your extension um, just because you do want to bring the bar back down controlled. And if you're fully exhaled, your, your muscles are trying to be like, you know, in recovery mode um, and the, the bar might come down a little faster. So ideally, it's a very quick s- breath right at loose, the bottom. Yeah, like you, you loosen. Yeah. It's okay. okay, so the, the second thing is um, giving up too soon. So it's I noticed this too. Um, sometimes when I do chin-ups, it's like it's just so easy to like want to put the bar down or so easy to like want to drop off the chin-up bar because like there's not really that big of a consequence to doing so for the bench is kind of it's pretty much like your dive, like especially if you're by yourself. But for the press, it's just so easy. You're like, you look, you're looking at the rack that you racked it off. And it's like, just, you, it's very tempting to just be like, oh, like I, I can't do it. Or like the bar stopped moving for a second. And you know what? Like it's too heavy for me. I always think that as long as you're not injuring yourself, you should always like give a hundred percent as much as you can to like the weight that you're at. Because like, that's the only way if you're going to be able to tell if you can persist through a challenge and like part of it too is having like that kind of confidence in yourself that you're able to do it even though the much easier option is to give up (laughs) okay um the last mistake i think is just setting the bar too low and the only reason why i think this has happened to us is because we do the squat and then we do the press and so like we tend to sometimes we tend to leave the pins right where they are and like i discovered that even moving it up like one or two inches is just so much better because i'm not doing like the extra unnecessary motion. Like the motion of the overhead press starts at the chin. It does not start at like your collarbones. Like at that point, you might as well just be um, doing like the the jerk part of the clean and jerk. Like, you know, <laughs> like that's the exercise. So yeah, like giving yourself a little bit of um, time to adjust and make sure like you're racking it off at a good position is super important. Do you have anything to add for mistakes or common yeah. issues? I would think the, the setting the bar too low is less of an issue for me, or maybe I just don't know because usually we're doing these lifts together and, you know, rather than trying to switch the pins up and down a couple pegs uh, in between both of our sets, I just, we, we go to where you can reach it, mm-hmm. you can unrack it, and I just go off there. So, I don't know, maybe I it would be easier for me if it was always uh, racked off a little higher. Yeah, but uh, then I it would be on my nose, and I just can't yeah, do right. that. I mean, you know, if we if we were gonna do completely li- lifting at completely separate times, then fine. But if we're doing it together, I don't. I haven't had a problem with it. Although mm-hmm. maybe, it, like I said, maybe I would have an easier time with uh, with it if it was higher. Cool. But I don't know, and I'm okay with it. I think it's okay. It's the press. Nobody cares about the press. Who cares? Who cares about it? <laughs> Okay. Your traps care. I know. It's okay. I will one day. Um, okay, so now we're going to do the classic bench press. Um, in terms of benefits for your body, it 
Again, like on any other upper body exercise, it isolates your chest and like your shoulder muscles. But um, because you're pushing with your feet and because like you're like basically you're not moving, like you need to make sure your whole body is tight and like having the ability to keep all of your muscles engaged while you're focusing on like doing a very hard activity is definitely something that's like really helpful because I'm just going to use a jujitsu example. Like if you're trying to frame somebody who's coming on top of you, like you might not want to like at that point use all of your bench strength, but you still understand like, here's how I need to help use the other parts of my body to help me in this like framing motion so that I can like escape or regain my guard. So it's like, like this, the exercise, I think when adapted to the other scenarios, like really pays off in terms of helping you build like a good foundation um, to do whatever like motion you want to do. Yeah. What's the note about uh, point two? I'm curious. What's the note? Yeah. Like you oh. wrote. Oh, that was my note. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean. Well, first tell them what the note okay. roughly says. So, you can paraphrase it. I mean, obviously the, the classic bench is a well-known technique, um, but probably it's it's looked at as like, you know, that's what the, the, the real gym bros do. <laughs> but that is what the real gym bros do. Yeah. But yes. Okay. But it's, it's beneficial for all. Um, I know you don't like the upper body techniques because it, it's uh, it's less favorable for you, but there's still something to be gained from it. Like you said, you know, the, being able to frame, like whenever I'm lifting something for my job, I'm never like pushing it off. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, it, it, you know, nothing has fallen on top of me and I have to bench it off. But Oh my um, God, that's such a good point though. But so like, really that it's not so much of a functional lift for me. Um, probably the overhead press, I guess maybe that's why I like it a little bit more too, is I do more with stuff over my head than, you know, on my back pushing up. So um, that's probably a more functional lift for me than the regular bench press. But for you in your jujitsu, that is mm -hmm. something that's worthwhile. Yeah, jujitsu is full body. Um... Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. So some mistakes and common issues as we're wrapping up the, the I almost said the top of the hour, but I'm in the half of the hour. So the I think the most common thing is something that's invisible, which is ego lifting. Like you have to be really honest about how much weight you can do. And you have to be really honest about either sticking to your plan or like not letting yourself be um, swayed by what other people in the gym are doing. And I think because it's like, it's traditionally seen as like a traditional powerlifting exercise. And also it's kind of easy to like do as a beginner or like, so you think relative to the squat or the deadlift, for example, people tend to pile on a lot of weights. Um, and then along those lines is like missing the boat with regards to safety. Like we prefer not to put clips on the bars so you can tilt the bar to one side if you happen to um, find the weight too heavy. And then also like making sure you lift with, with safety pins if you're lifting out a squat rack or with a spotter, because like there's nothing worse than feeling like that bar is gonna crush your chest. Like it has never happened to me, but again, like I said, just having to rescue people from it before is just not a fun thing. Um, you wanna do like the last two issues? Um, yes, so like not warming up properly. 
uh, that kind of falls, I think, into line with the ego a bit because, um, you know, if you're there just doing your your quick warm up sets with an empty bar, you gotta assume nobody's gonna judge you about. <laughs> Oh, you're only lifting a 45 pound bar, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting in your your warm up sets um, will actually help you get your heavier sets done. So don't go in there throwing 45 on to begin with, um, unless that's your warm up set. Which case, more power to you. Um, so you know, doing the empty bar sets is a good idea to get the the body uh, motion in check. Um, and yeah, if this is the only lift you're doing, <laughs> um, that's probably a mistake too. Get some, get some squats. Yeah, I think that's the point. Okay, so to wrap up the episode today, we talked about the overhead press and the bench press. We talked about why or what technique was um, involved in each, how we would rank the exercises closer look at the muscle groups that it exercises, and then also mistakes and common issues. And I guess I would just like to wrap up by saying, if you like this episode, leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash WWDTM. So it stands for wait, wait, don't tell me, obviously. Um, And the last note is just like an inspirational quote I just Googled. Believe you can and you're halfway there. Theodore Roosevelt. All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye.